This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a little brother moving to town. We talk about social media and a guy's choice between two chicks. Check it out, share with friends. Boom. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up York Labs. You're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it again for this Friday episode of the J Train Podcast. I'm going to say it again. Let me say it one more time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, keep doing that. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling mama, papa, brother, sister, friend, foe. Everyone, let them know. Papa JT is here for you every Tuesday and Fridays. The KOB, King of Brunch. I'm here for you, baby. I'm here for you. And right now it's summertime. This is when we up at a level. This is when the feathers come out, okay? And you guys, you Snapchat me, JTrain56. You Instagram, J, uh, at Jared Freed. You Facebook, facebook.com slash Jared Freed. Any of those where you get in touch with me about the podcast, it feathers my nuts. Oh, the feathering. Oh, the shiver that goes down my spine every time you gently caress my, the seam of my nutsack with that big eight-foot feather. And sometimes you, let, you, you forget yourself and you let it rub on the taint. And at that point, I'm like, oh, oh, holy shit. The taint feathering is when you guys are in a big group and I see you're like, got a new listener. And I'm like, ha 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 ha. Feels too good. So keep spreading the word. Keep pushing it to your friends. If you're on Gchat right now, tell one fucking friend. Um, and it's Friday. So right now I am in Boston. I'm literally sitting in my hometown. Probably, I'm from Needham, but I'm probably somewhere in the greater Boston area. And I'm at Laugh Boston tonight and tomorrow. Three more shows. Three shows. So if you're sitting there being like, should I go? Go. Come. We're going to have a good time. We're going to drink. We're going to laugh. I'm coming with my bag of laughs. The king of Haas is coming to town. Okay? Bringing my bag of, bag of jokes. I'm bringing all of my props. I'm bringing every single prop in my arsenal. So come, please, to those shows, laughboston.com. Buy a ticket. It makes me look good. And it feels good to have a big, you know, I like a big good vibe. I like a, that's what I like out of an audience. I like when it's a fun, I like when I walk in and I'm like, oh, it's Animal House. Let's bring out, better get my props ready. I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, a good friend, such a funny comic. Uh, we've known each other for a long time. It's been too long. You should have been on this way earlier. That is my problem. Amen. And I'm happy to have you here. Mike Denny, thank you for coming on. Hello, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That intro was very funny. It's a great, it's, it, you know, I like to give it. Yeah. The second, especially on a Friday episode. Yeah, bring your feathers out. Bring out the feathers. Bring out the eight-foot feathers. If someone came to the show with a feather in their hand, I would take pull, a picture with them and... Pull your pants down. Literally get, you know, saddle up yeah. for a feather. Yeah. That would be the funniest if someone came with a feather. But... They will now. Mike, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, man. At I it. Denny LaFlair. Yes. At Denny LaFlair. A fellow Bostonian. Yes. We love the same teams. Yes. Uh, we're very excited about the Celtics and what they may or may not do on Thursday. Oh, man. 
Um, also, he's got his own podcast. Explain. I just was a guest on it. So mm-hmm. listen, this is a chance for me to talk about Laughable. If you don't have the Laughable app right now, you're an idiot. You got to download Laughable app because you can subscribe to people. So if I'm ever a guest, if you if you enjoy this podcast, I'm assuming you enjoy what I do. But then I can introduce you to other people's podcasts by being a guest on there. Maybe you stay, maybe you go, but at least you got the taste test. Yeah, you can just search a comic on there, and the podcast they were guests on will come up. It's yeah, cool. So I'm on there. So go download Laughable right now. Also, your podcast was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, we just started it, but uh, we're putting a lot of work into it. So it it's it's a lot a, of work. It, it's called the New, uh, it's called New York City Blunt Club. The podcast. New York City Blunt Club, and yeah. the name might cue you in. There's a little bit of weed smoking going on in that podcast. A tiny bit. Like a tiny bit, like the most I've ever seen. Yeah, we go we go overboard. That's why we're doing it. You guys are smoking the uh, you know blunts as if they're cigarettes. Yes, that's why we're doing it. It's like that's the that's the point of the podcast. It's sort of an experimental. Let's see if we can drive this plane safely somewhere real quick and then land it. You know, (laughs) let's get as high as possible and see how much conversation. It's funny because I go on these podcasts a lot, and I uh, this one was enjoyable. I I think it's a fun listen if you're hot. If you're especially if you're sitting there like, what do I do when I'm high? At least you're surrounded by a cocoon of other high people. Yeah, yeah. If you're alone at your apartment, right? Yeah, uh, it's it, it'll it'll be it'll be it's a fun listen. I believe hopefully it'll be a fun listen because we're all veteran stand-up comedians. Yes. So it's we're not just like oh let's start a podcast and get high and then just mumble. It's actually pretty prepared. It is prepared. It was more prepared than I thought, and it's a, and it's done at this like Brooklyn layer that yeah. like looks like it was built by Walt Disney to be a Brooklyn layer. Yeah, they do they do a monthly comedy show there. It's called uh, the Secret Loft. Yeah, the Secret Loft comedy show, and I was on it a couple times. They taped the sets, and I saw the whole setup he had there, and it looked pretty cool. Mm. You know, I'm not, I'm not really like, I wasn't really looking for like a Brooklyn type place, but it, it, it looked pretty cool, and he had all the stuff we needed. So oh, was, dude, it's got the look. Yeah. It, it is. It's, it's a fun podcast, and you should all go check it, check it out. New York City. Blunt Club, yeah, at NYC Blunt Club on all different on SoundCloud and they're on putting Instagram. stuff out, videos and stuff. We yeah. you made a video, so at Denny Laflair, go find Mike. He's so funny. Are you ready to answer some emails? Of course. I feel like with you, we can just jump right into the inbox. Mm-hmm. Just get them out there, right? Yeah, I know a lot about all those <laughs> shit anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm the answers. Expert, yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Little bro moving into town. Need help. You have any siblings? No. My mom no. tied her tubes after me. Really? Yeah. She was like, I've had enough. She tied them herself. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Papa JT, longtime listener, love the advice and podcast. Consider your nuts feathered with the man size feather. Here's the situation. I moved from my small hometown to a college a few years ago, and I've created a whole new group of friends and life for myself. I'm going into my senior year at my small Texas school, and to say, uh, to say the least, can't make uh Camp making it across campus without having to stop and talk to three people. Love it there. I just received news that my younger brother, 19, is moving to the town to go to a college not far from there. Usually this would be the badass as you would now have another rage partner. Wrong. My brother gets completely out of control and disrespectful when he parties and tends to fight everyone. Not to mention he loves to bring up shit from our childhood in a complete fucking lightweight. How do I handle him being in the same town and being around the same parties and wanting to come to mind? Please help. Don't want to create tension at a party. Also, don't want to hurt feelings. What do we think? Okay, first of all, blood is thicker than water, man. You just stick by your bro. Yeah. Get into fights with your brother. No, you gotta, you know, go, just, you gotta, be, just, you gotta fighting partners. Yeah, what whatever you do, just have your brother's back, because if you don't, you're going to look terrible. But will you ever have a friend that's like out of control, that's just doing too no. much? No. Yeah, no. Of course, of <laughs> just, course. Yeah, but uh, loyalty over whatever they say. I don't know, man. That's your brother. You gotta. I agree. You have to be loyal to your brother, yeah. but also, if your brother is this, if your brother is to the point where he's a worry to your whole social scene. But the worry could. This person could be a worry wart, and the brother could just be like, "Dude, I'm just drinking a couple beers." And but if someone's fighting, if if I hear that anyone's fighting at a yeah. party, I'm like, "Okay, you've ruined a party." I don't know. I don't know how you got there, but if you're Known for fighting at parties, that means you've done it more than once, which means you get one mistake. The second one, that's who you are. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming at his word. And yes, it could be. Look in the mirror, dude. Like one, if he's going to a different college, he's going to want to create his own social scene. So you don't have to like 
you're not going to be his crutch for the most part. Yeah, sounds like this kid might just have his own life going on anyways, man. He's yeah. drinking, getting into fights. What you going to want with this? And he might not want to be a part of your yeah. parties. But I will say to Mr. him. Mr. Popularity if, over there. <laughs> he sees three people yeah. every time he walks out of the house. So popular. I, I do, but I see what he's saying because he's like, he's carved out a life. Yeah. And he, But if someone is that. Paid for by whom? Carving out a life. <laughs> Who's carving that life out? I, well, he is at his school. Yeah, and you know, and he's like, he's thinking, okay, here's a a bomb coming to school to sounds blow like a shit up. Wart, man, this kid sounds like a worry ward. Oh, you sound I, like a worry ward. I'm I'm on this kid's side. I think <laughs> I think this kid, he's got to go. You, your brother is enough of a reputation for you to be worried. Which means that your brother has a little bit of a problem with alcohol and getting and having a, and letting loose in general. So I think you say you need to take your brother aside after something like this happens. You you give him the opportunity to fuck up, and when he fucks up, you don't get you don't get drunk with him and then yell at him. You don't yell at him when he's drunk. You just walk away, and then the next day you take him aside and you say, "Hey, listen, man, I got friends here." And you made a fool of yourself last night. You need to fix this. Yeah. And if it means that you can't drink as much as you've been, but give him the opportunity to choke himself with the rope. You know, not, you know, like give him enough, uh, you know, enough rope to hang himself with. That's a saying. I'm not saying, you know, don't let him get yeah, out of control. He's 19. Give him a couple opportunities. Give him a, yeah. And then you say to him, hey, man, this isn't how people operate in public and at the school. And if you keep doing this, and he's your brother, you say, you're not going to have any friends. But give him... A couple chances. Like, let them come to the party. Introduce them to all your friends. If they're your friends, you're going to like them. And also understand that he's going to his own school and he's going to want to have his own life there that doesn't involve you. So yeah. it's not as much of your problem as you think it's going to be. I bet you little brother goes to his own school and becomes king of that school. And he's got tons of girls. And then the guy who emailed is just like, oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> you want to go to his party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just think he's going to be – he will – if he's what you say, he'll fuck up. And then if you say to him, hey, man, and always when I, you know, if I'm going to bring, you got to see what, what interests him. You can't just tell someone to stop doing something. Yeah. You have to say, hey, stop doing this because this won't happen. Usually that's pussy. Yeah. So, hey, man, we all didn't fuck last night because you decided to fight everyone. Mm. And you, once, you know, he won't understand until you say, there's no pussy. <laughs> You've ruined the pussyville. <laughs> With your fighting, look what you did, you little jerk. Yeah. You know, it's not gonna it's not gonna be so he won't understand until you see what he's losing. But then there's always that one girl that's like, Ooh, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean there might be, but I don't think he's gonna like I don't see it happening this way. I don't see him showing up at nineteen to a senior party, yeah. getting in a fight with someone, becoming an asshole, then putting his arm around a girl who's now so wet from all that fighting. Yeah. What's gonna happen is it's gonna get tossed out. You're gonna end up having to be the response, the responsible older brother who takes him home. Then you're gonna take him home, and then you're gonna put him to bed. And you're gonna say, in the morning, when everybody's sober, you say to him, "Hey, man, I had to leave a fun party because you got in a fight. I was gonna hook up. I didn't hook up. That's oh, the only. Is he gonna lie? He, is he gonna lie? Yeah, about just it? fucking say you didn't hook up. <laughs> make up a story. But if you make it about pussy, yeah. most guys like, like this. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Really? What? There's so few opportunities <laughs> that this guy's gonna be like, ah shit! I literally can't believe I did that to you. I can't believe I you did, did like, that crash to you. a car and not care. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. This is the longest email I've ever seen that I'm looking at right now. I can't read all of that. Um, here with Mike Denny at Denny LaFlair. Go follow him. Train. Female listener here. Listen to the bonus episode, and it definitely convinced me to throw my cash your way each month. Hey, thank you. Patreon.com slash J Train. Patreon.com slash J Train. Three bucks a month, three extra episodes at a minimum. We're going to be doing. Drinking episodes, we're going to be doing different interviews. It's going to be a little different, but if you like this show, I'm sure you'll like the Patreon coverage. So three bucks a month, get out mom and daddy's credit card, yep. put it down. That's easy as that. It's three bucks. That's a cup of coffee. It's literally nothing. Lady listener. Oh. 
wanted to get your opinion on Twitter as a social media platform. I hadn't used it in about three years, but redownloaded it solely to read your Bachelor tweets. Thank you. Seems like Twitter is a really negative platform. Majority of tweets are either people complaining or calling out, clapping back about something. Seems like there's never even people who have gotten huge. Uh, like, it seems like there are even people who have gotten huge, and now their job is to be offended on Twitter. What is going on? What's your opinion on these sorts of tweets and accounts? Love you. Please come to Cleveland soon. P.S. Can you get your laughable app de- developer nerds working on a feather emoji? P.P.S. You're welcome for the opportunity to plug your app. What do you think uh, about Twitter? Are you a Twitter fan? I use it to just post jokes and uh, promote shows that I'm on. Yeah. If someone posts it, I'll retweet it or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to pay attention to anything that's going to get me angry. So Twitter is there. I'm not, you don't have to read it. Here's I, – I, I hear you. I love Twitter. JTrain56. Yeah, I, I, I love it as, like – I love it to get, like, premises out. Yeah, exactly. Here's something people are responding to. Oh, I could talk about this or whatever uh, on stage. It's a place um, – what I – the problem I have – I think Twitter's done. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like it's growing as much. I mean, I think um, I do hear what she's saying with the people. I think, like, outrage has been commoditized. Is that how you say that word? Commoditized? 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 Commoditized. If I can't say the word, maybe I don't know. I shouldn't use the word. Um, I think people are making money out of outrage. And that bothers yeah, for me. Sure, so for like, sure, it's crazy. It, so it's saying like it's very fake outrage. It's too, fake like. outrage and putting it on Twitter. Like, you know, what you see. The problem is people speak in the most retweets only come from the most angry or the most. You know, it, it's never a medium opinion that gets retweeted. Exactly. It's never like, yes, yeah, sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. Oh, it's retweet. either like this is the Lord's word or this is a. The dumbest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, and I think it's like now we're going through a time in history where we have to figure out how social media fits into our lives. So right now we're going through the worst time. Like 30 years from now, this will all be normal. You know, right now, it's kind of like dating weird. apps. It's going to be weird. Dating years. apps, you know, 30 years ago, people would say, you met on the, like, they wouldn't even say you met on the internet, but like, they'd yeah. be like, you know, 10 years ago, even people like, oh, you met online. Yeah. It's like, now it's like, I'm swiping a person's face, whether my dick is cool. Yeah. You know, so I, I think for, we're still figuring out how we feel about it. I just think um, you have to be, you have to just be a more smart, a, a smarter uh, observer. I think it's forced the audience to be smarter, to know bullshit from non-bullshit. Like, I hate the one, oh, just wear what makes you feel good. I mentioned on the last episode, like, I wrote this thing about the one-piece bathing suits. Yeah, that's the easiest thing to fucking say. Yeah. Wear what makes you feel good? Of yeah. course. We had parents. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't need to be fucking taught morals by you. If I don't have it at 32, then I'll never have it based on your life. So I think with, like, Twitter, it, it, it gets bothersome to see the holier-than-thou yeah. on there because, like, like... I talk about, I've been talking about on stage, United. Everyone fucking hammered United. Yeah. But it didn't start at throw an Asian off the plane. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. It built to that point in a very human way that none of us are above. It could have been Delta, could have been United, could have been Southwest, could have been any airline. Everyone's like, oh, I'm never flying them again. No, you're going to fly the cheapest one that gets you there the fucking quickest. Yeah, yeah. Because all of us are not that great of people. So... When on social media you see these people that come in with their higher end values, where I would never. Yeah. But that fucking plane of people, they just stood there. They didn't do shit. It's because everyone, almost everyone, it, it sounds like I don't know. I don't like saying this, but I do feel like it's true. Almost everyone is kind of dumb. Almost everyone. Well, it, it, I think the it's the the dumb stuff comes from like the. Racism is bad, but it's, it's <laughs> and then you're like, oh, of course I agree with but it's racism all is bad. Pi- it's all different pipelines. It's people trying to. G- it's dumb people trying to get clicks from even dumber people on something that has literally nothing to do with any of them. So it's just all a pool of dummies wasting their time, in my opinion. Just yeah, a- it, it does feel like a waste sometimes because I love social media just because I like talking about it. I like posting stuff. I love Instagram. I think Instagram is great. I use social media all the time. You see me, I, but I post. I mean, and I'm not saying this is how you should do it. I. Do, 
I don't think this is how you should do it, but I'm almost all jokes on Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, all of it. Yeah. And since day one, that's just what I've done. There's a I'm lot, very rarely serious. There's a lot of times it. where I'm like, why isn't this funny? Yeah. You know, and especially if I'm doing like a promotion, like I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a laugh boss. And like I've been talking about on this podcast for a while. Like I try to make it as funny as yeah, possible because yeah. I'm like, you know, ABF, always be funny, baby. Yeah. You know, okay. that's Pro- the game. Promoting is impossible to be funny with sometimes. And sometimes it just doesn't even work. So it's like, why are you even doing it? I don't know. And it's like, uh, but I, I do think like I'll post tweets on Instagram because I do like writing tweets. Yeah. Writing tweets is a shit. I've been, I mean, I signed up for Twitter in two, early 2009. That's when it started. Yeah. And I haven't stopped writing jokes on it since yeah and it's like and and people are like well why would you post your tweet on instagram i was like because i think it's over on twitter yeah. like i think this is a funny joke i want the people so there's definitely on instagram to pe- respond to a funny joke yeah and there's like different that. people following there's definitely different people there's some of the same people are following you on all the platforms but there's different people too just realize that you're getting like the one thing that bothers me uh about twitter is free so you are getting free entertainment and, you know, this podcast is, is Facebook. free. As is Facebook. People complain about it so much. So, And it's like you got this free thing. And I think, like, just understand that if you're following someone who's creating stuff that you're reading on a daily basis, like, have a little bit of thought in you that's like, oh, this is nice that this is free. Like, yeah, I have yeah, some yeah. appreciation. I posted something about, like, the Laugh Boston show. And I was like, yeah, get tickets. And this girl wrote back, give me tickets. <laughs> give me tickets. I was like. No, I. you've had a taste of me for a while. Yeah. If this is good enough for you to buy, then come buy it. Or keep buying the free version. Yeah. But I give me tickets. Yeah. Just I just think like what Twitter's done is made us uh, uh, kind of like it's demeaned a little bit of the working, uh, you know, comic or yes. the working. It's demeaned. Oh, big you time. Know, because big and, time. And like, you know, listen, Frank Sinatra never had to hear from his fans. And just in general, you have a being personal a comedian, con- you can be, a, you can have, like, I'm just saying, any artist you follow, yeah. you can have a personal conversation with them. Like, I love, I love The Rock. And I've been posting tweets that, you know, he's responded to. The fact that I have a way to talk to The Rock, who I'm a huge fan of, yeah. is one of the best actors out there. Like, f- what he used to do on a promo for a ring like to talk what he used to do when he was wrestling and he would do a a, a promo like he would get on the mic i mean i'm saying yeah but i never watched you never (laughs) watched wrestling no i mean i did a long long time so good on the mic that he if he wanted to become anything from wrestling he could have become anything he wanted to do that and now he did now he's one of the most powerful everyone so i have such but i love like the interaction i have with him but it's like you know i also am like this is wow well, it is demeaning. You know, it is more appreci- demeaning. I'm not for- going to not go to the movie. I'm not going to tweet at The Rock, hey, let me get tickets to your movie. But And you're also, he's not tweeting out jokes where people can just give him little pointers about it. It's just demeaning to be a comedy in general these days. Everyone's just like, thinks they can do it or have the, Everyone thinks their opinion on comedy is like the most valued. And then it's also the stealing. Like, that's oh, the God, other thing. And then people can't it. understand <laughs> that why we get angry about jokes being stolen. It's because it's you're, you know, I had. Uh, I had a tweet that was um, the key to not eating at l- late at night is to die at 1130. <laughs> that was a tweet. That just posted it with my name and my handle. So I got followers out of that. That yeah. is to me, followers is, are, is, are, is, are as crucial as anything in this. Yeah. So, And then it started popping up on Elite Daily without my name. Mm, yeah. And then people was, and I would say, hey, if you guys can comment. You know, take it down. And I knew someone at Lee Daily, so I like, you know, was like, hey, can you take it down? They're like, well, we'll give you credit. And then I noticed that they gave me and someone else credit. I was like, why are you giving the other person credit? They're like, yeah. well, that's where we got it initially from. That's you know, So you're giving my thief yeah. credit for it. And I so we'll take the whole thing down. And it's like, they think of me as like, oh, what's wrong with you? Why are you so bad? Why are you so butthurt? It's like, yeah, because I'm now your marketing department. Yeah, no one I just cares. wrote your marketing scheme. Because it was on all these fitness ones. Comedians do more free work than anyone. I'm, I, I've been convinced since I've been doing comedy, and especially in the last like three or four years, I've been getting way more serious about it. We do so much free work. Like We yeah. go to pitch meetings and give ideas away and then walk away. Like, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. That was free. Or like tweets. You steal tweets. It's like every, I, I, everything's free. We there's do. an Instagram I, person. It's like I'm, I manage people's career. I feel like I manage people's careers with because like I book shows and people want me to book them on shows. I'm like, dude, I'm not a manager. Yeah, it goes. It's so many different things. It's it's wild. And, and and listen, I mean, it's a lesson for life. Like people, 
when I was like, take down the tweet, they're like, but you're going to get followers from being tagged. I go, but that other person, I'm going to have, you have to set a standard for yourself. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't, what I, you know, the thing is, and everyone says it to you, like in business or, you know, school or friends or relationships, set a standard and stick to it and you'll yeah. be happier in the long run. You're going to, you're going to be half miserable your whole life if you keep letting these half, you know, half standards get, f- a, get away with it. I feel like the phrase having standards or like set a standard it, and, and the word internet are like the exact opposite. <laughs> like, <laughs> J-train no podcast standards. at gmail.com, J-train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Denny at Denny LaFlair. Go follow him, support him both on Twitter and Instagram. You can go f- steal his shit there. Yep. Papa JT. I'm listening to your bonus episode right now, and I wish I could reach right through my phone and grab the microphone for a minute. Oh, so we have some response to one of the, the advice that we get. The solution for your first email, the one about the guy who needs to quiet down his fuck buddy's overblown screaming. So this girl was screaming. You ever been with a screamer? Yeah, yeah. How'd you, was it okay? Was there ever a problem with roommates? Uh, it's embarrassing. That's about it. It was embarrassing for you. Even though I don't know if anyone could hear it, I just still don't like it. You didn't like you it? You can just be a little quieter. Did you say anything? No. <laughs> no? You just went no, with you, it? You don't have to scream like that. I don't understand it. I like the theatrics of it. Like, I'm just happy that sh- this is what gets her in. I think part of it is her getting yeah, into yeah, yeah. it. And, but that's but, kind of crazy that in order to get into something, you have to, like, lose control of your vocal cords. Well, well this guy has an obvious solution. That man needs to buy a ball gag. Oh, God. <laughs> the girl is a 784, so she is almost definitely into some freaky shit. She can be as loud as she wants, and you can keep her quiet without the risk of accidentally smothering her with a pillow or getting a finger chomped off. That's what we in the business call a win-win scenario. Just have it ready for the next time she's about to start screaming. Take charge, spank her a few times, throw that thing on, and go to town. Problem solved. The one that I have is pretty good. Oh, he's got one. It only costs about $15 at my friendly neighborhood sex shop, and it definitely came in handy in a small in a similar situation. Insert Adam and Eve sponsorship plug here if you still have that going. Plus, the ad opens the door for whatever uh, other weird stuff y'all are into. Hope this helps. I think that's a helpful for that person. By similar situation, he meant using it alone. <laughs> he put it in his own mouth. Yes, that's similar situation. Let's do classic double dip with a twist. <laughs> Dearest most J of trains Feather, 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 blah, blah, blah Anyway I've got two ladies on the line right now No big deal A girl, 789 So we have a rating system here on the podcast Guys or girls can use it okay. Face, body, personality It's the area code method Yeah. So 789 is girl A Girl B, face, 7, body, 8, 9, personality Girl B is 879 <laughs> Face, body, personality, face. So one with a better body than face. Ever so slightly, though. This guy's I mean, out this, of his mind. This guy's crazy. <laughs> Same personality. Met girl A on Bumble. Hung out six times now, and she's cool as shit. Someone on orthodox dates, which is huge plus because she's kind of down for whatever. Made out and have a, had a sleep stay over when she got a little drunk, but nothing more. Yet. Not a lot of growth in her current job, but I'm not a moneymaker, so it feels good not to have to impress and bust out the wallet to impress. Girl B, I met organically as she's a coworker, but in a different department. She's currently job searching, which is great, not trying to shit where I eat. We watched NBA Finals games together, and she fell asleep on my shoulder. That's it. So how long can I keep the double dip? What's the move? Both have personalities I can see myself with. Face and body are great, but I'm trying to grow old at some point. Thanks, wise Jew. What do you think? So both have great face and bodies, and they he, both have like even better personalities. Yeah. This guy's just showing off. He is showing off a little <laughs> bit, but I, I, I let him flex. And he's not double dipping either, man. He's only he hasn't single. Fucked. Yet. Uh, oh wait, he didn't even have sex with either of them. So you're not, he's not double dipping. There's an ending for this. Yeah, uh, and, 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 I would say just go with the other one. Do not date a coworker ever. Pretty stay. Simple. Uh, yeah, no coworker. I, I think even even if that coworker's got an eight. Something or other. I don't know what he's talking about. on your shoulder. We watched the different departments. She's currently uh, not trying to show her. We watched the finals game and she fell asleep on your shoulder. One sounds like a girl you're dating and another sounds like a girl that you're into. The one, you know, this is the thing we have to separate. It's like, you know, Hunt, is it worth the chase? 
And it's like, Never. one, you're doing because you're at work and it pumps up your ego. Stay away from that. Yes. You don't have to do that shit. Fucking get it somewhere else. Get it from the girl you're dating. And sometimes it's better just to dive in. If you've been on six dates and you think she's a nine personality, she is in the control. She, she signed up for what you wanted. Wait, which one has he been on six dates with? The one the from Bumble. One. The yeah. first one. The one not at work. The one at work. Just that could like be just a very, out. that's a very confusing, what are we or what aren't we sounds situation. Sounds like they just hung out one time and he's just like got really high hopes no matter what girl he and, comes across. And that's also the reason he's not fucking. He's not concentrating on one girl. So he's, uh, you know, six dates. What are his rankings again? I, I know. You're nice. <laughs> it's I all too high. <laughs> eight, seven, nine, seven, eight, nine. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Ghosted and confused. You ever been ghosted? Um, no, because I don't really go on dates. No. I, went, I went on one a few nights ago, but other than that, I'm not really going on dates. How'd it go? It was fun. Hook up? Yeah, a little bit. Make up? Yeah. Where'd you go? I don't want to say. A bar? Yeah. Okay. Jared, first, I just want to let you know that I love your podcast. got me through many a road trip and long, boring days at the office. I'm a 31-year-old post-grad, and I would love to get your opinion on a situation where I prefer the male perspective rather than that of my girlfriends. That was a lady email. I met a guy at a work event. We immediately hit it off. We had great chemistry. He was nice, very flirty, even asked to meet my parents that were also at the event that night. Hmm. At the end of the weekend, he asked if I had a boyfriend and then asked for my number. He seemed very interested and made sure to find, time, find me before we had to leave to say goodbye and say we hope we could hang out again soon. He immediately texted me and seemed very interested in getting to know me and continuing the conversation. Since then, I've had... To, I've had I have had to have some contact with him for work things, but he has ghosted me on the personal level. He has a pretty high-profile job and busy schedule. I'd like to get your take on why he hasn't made any moves and what I should do next. From our conversation, he had a pretty, we had a pretty great conne connection, and I don't often find that with dudes in my hometown. I have attached a picture of us from the <laughs> event. Damn. Um, whether you read this on the podcast or not, let me see. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> uh, so we, we kind of just stop. I'm just going to let the podcasters, the listeners behind the curtain a little bit. Let me get all these feathers out of the way. Um, the listener wrote in, she's a beautiful woman, and sent a picture with the guy. He is famous. Famous enough that we all looked at him and knew who he was right, right away. away. So yeah. we'll, we'll give that out as information because it plays into the email, right? Yes. Because a person of that fame, if you met at a work event, I'm assuming he was there as a, you know, it's nice that they got along. I, I could see that when you, how do we answer? What do you think? I don't know. Uh, I feel like he's definitely probably knowing who he is. He's definitely a very busy person, and uh, it sounds like she might just be like trying to be like, yeah, was it something? Because she wants it to. Obviously, why wouldn't you want to be with a well, famous person? Of course. There's the intrigue of like, whoa, yeah. this is a big profile person. So also, from his perspective, he's got to vet people out. Like, yeah. who can he trust? Exactly. You know, do people want him for his fame or do they want him? And so, but they've been having a text relationship, I think, and he keeps it about work. You know, mm. we had great chemistry. Uh, since then, I have had some contact with him for work things, but he's ghosted me on the personal level. He might not want to get in trouble, man. I, well, that's the other thing. Maybe he's being paid by this company and feels that he will ruin his relationship with the company if things go wrong with you. Yeah. That's the thing. With guys... You know, I, I, and just in general, like just men in general, the idea of, you know, a lot of your manliness and th whether this is fair or not, I know, is from career success. Yep. You know, and that's where you get hard from. That's where you <laughs> get, you know, you say, I am the man in this industry and I don't want you and you will put relationships on the back burner to not ruin that ability to have success. Mm -hmm. So if you're a girl being like, well, we met at work and he won't make it, you know, and we I've answered similar emails where it's like a work guy. Why won't he commit? He's the, he's cool at work, but never got it because there's a fear that, hey, I'm going to ruin the thing that makes me feel good on a daily basis. And 
us as a story would be nice, but I'm not even going to explore us because it could ruin the thing that makes it so I can pay my, my rent. That's the smart thing to do. And, and that's the thing. And some guys are better than that than others. A lot of women will do, and I, I'm, this, is a fair, this is not an unfair generalization, but I've noticed is that a lot of women will say, well, this, you know, why? We should be together. Yeah. Who cares about the world? And I like to travel. You know, like everything's in this like, you know, sing-songy reality where love will prevail. But love, a lot of times, is more practical than it is romantic. And... Guys will work that practicality angle a lot more because they're like, yeah, but I got to be a man who makes money, who can provide for a future family and kids. So this – so I'm giving reasons for this famous guy being like, yeah, this could be crossing a line that could lose me a gig. Also – A gig. A gig. (laughs) um, Also, we don't know his personal relationship. Yeah. And even even if she's thinking like – I, I love will prevail. We're, we 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 had a connection. May, love will prevail. Yeah, but it's always a, a temporary prevail. Yeah, it's not a permanent prevail. And, and for him, he is. could see that like well, when this ends, yeah. it could be messy, and it will be because there's money involved, and obviously. there's money, and there's you know, and I think there's like you know, for her, if you're approaching this famous guy, that there's the work stuff. Keep pushing the personal. If I was her. Keep pushing the personal stuff to see when, you know, to earn more trust and make it more friendship-based. Because he did come back to her and say, we had a personal connection. I don't find that with most people. Yeah. So make it friendly. I Like, you know, not a lot of times will I be, like, pushing in the friend zone of things. But for this, where a guy's a high-profile guy, I would be more friend than, than, um, than lover at first. Yeah. Because he's probably wondering... Who can I let into my life? Who can I trust? And if you're looking to be genuinely get to know him, you know, you might be the one person that's genuinely trying to get to know him while 30 other women are trying to not genuinely get to know him. Yeah. And he has to fear that. So I would go friend route to see and then be like, hey, you know, and reference things you talked about. You know, maybe you talked about a TV show you guys like. Make it about that. Don't make it about, hey, this famous thing you do. I just want to talk about that. Because yeah. he wants to just normalize relationships, yeah. and that's hard for him to find. Mm-hmm. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. That was a cool email. JTrainPodcast yeah, at gmail.com. Um, let's do a hypothetical. I love a hypothetical. Jared, here's a hypothetical. How well would the Patriots in an NBA season against all – What? <laughs> How well would the Patriots in an NBA season against all other NFL teams? For purpose of the hypothetical, NFL teams would each pick the twelve, uh, the best 12 basketball players from their roster, though it would include a co- the quarterback. You keep the coaching staff. Uh, would Belichick and Brady still be winners? Are there any other teams that scare you? Who would be the New England starting five? This is hope it makes it on the podcast. I don't know. Would they play 82 games? Yeah, I, I guess. What are the I don't positions? Know the ability of the, I mean, what? I would assume the Patriots wouldn't do well. A lot of white guys on that team. Is would <laughs> like, Tom Brady be the point guard? Um, I don't know if he even plays. I've seen him run. He's yeah. not a good runner. Yeah, Tom Brady wouldn't. He, our best player wouldn't even play. What kind of hypothetical is this, buddy? I'm not into it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep moving on. No, I guess I don't know. They wouldn't. I don't know how they would. That's such a wild hypothetical that I don't know. I mean, we'd have to know more about the skill set. Of the players on the Patriots. Mother hates my girlfriend. Oh, wow. You ever had a mom that hated your girlfriend? I never had a mom. No, (laughs) never. I never have. Father Freed. I wanted to start out by thanking Mansam for his contribution to the cast and wish him farewell. Best of luck. We're still getting these emails, man. It's like he died. Who? Our last producer. Oh. He's he's moved on to bigger and better things. So, you know, you got to let the cage bird fly. Yep. Now we got classic shell. And the ones and twos. Now, onto the issue. I'm a recent college grad who is at home until August before going back to grad school in a city where my girlfriend recently got a job after finishing grad school herself. She's smart, funny, attractive, and driven. She's so great. Uh, her ideal Sunday afternoon is drinking beer and watching football or other sports. You found, you found, you found your 
girlfriend that's a man. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Practically <laughs> everything I'd want in a girlfriend and more. Okay, that's nice. However, my mom does not like her and has made it obvious. It's gotten to the point where my girlfriend doesn't want to spend time with my parents because she knows. I've even confronted her about it, and she said she just wants the best for me. My only thought is that my girlfriend is very extroverted and outspoken, and my mother is not. Clearly... I'm not going to let my mom dictate who I date. However, it would be nice for my mother to enjoy the company of a woman I could easily see myself marrying one day. Any advice is appreciated. What do you think? This is a tough one. It's always the older person's fault in these things, man. They're old really? Pe- old people are always going crazy, getting mad at stuff that they shouldn't be. <laughs> it's always yeah. the older person's Your mom fault. sounds like a maniac. I just give her a pill. Yeah, <laughs> a pill. <laughs> yeah, take this and uh, meet my girlfriend again, please, because she's normal. I think they, <laughs> I think they got to meet in the middle. I, yeah. I've, I've been in this situation. I have not. I've been in this situation. I have, and it sucks because, you know, I love my family, and then you, I, I mean, I really want whoever I'm with to get along with them. If they don't get along, like. I got to figure out, you know, you got to scheduling and you got to figure out personalities and work them together. But I do think a lot of that, and he's, it sounds like he's got this great relationship and his mom does say she wants the best. So you have to take her at her word that she wants the best for you. And if right now you feel this is the best for you, then you have to keep going with it. What you need to do is I, I have noticed you got to, what you need to do. The girlfriend needs to come to the mom a bit. They both need to come together. Your mom will come to you a bit because she wants the best for you. So you would hope that she would be able to, like, get over her thing over time. But you need to let the girl know, like, hey, I just want you guys to get along. My goal is for you to get along in in any way. And if she cares, if your girlfriend cares about you, you'd say to her, listen, you know, I just, you don't want to tell someone to not act like themselves. But you also want to say to her, like, listen, Let's just, you know, if you, if you, if you disagree with my mom, maybe you put away every argument. Maybe, and I think over time it'll get better. Here's, here's the thing. Two things. One thing, if I've ever learned anything from watching movies where this is, takes place, yeah. it's that the mom and the daughter actually realistically can't wait to get along. They're going to be like, oh, my God, it's been meant to be the whole time. Re- oh, they, well, maybe. Yeah, because I'm sure the mom wants to get along with whoever her da- uh, son dates. Yeah. Or... Here's here's my solution. Yeah. Set up a situation where your girlfriend can save your mom's life, but it's a setup. Yeah. <laughs> or like someone steals her purse and your yeah. girlfriend gets it back right away. Your like, girlfriend Give me gets it back. <laughs> <laughs> I think you find out what they like. I, I think food solves all. Yeah. Food solves all. And you, you know, when you move to the new city. FSA. Food's FSA. Food, food solves, solves all. all. Moving to the city, dinners together, and you push them closer together mm-hmm. instead of farther apart. Because the more they get to know each other, the more she'll say, oh, that's, you know, some people are just different people, and that's okay. But then you say, oh, well, she loves my son. You know, and I think get them in situations where they're together, and you say to your, your girlfriend, like, I'm really pushing for you guys to get along. Uh, just try your best. Yeah, just coddle the mom. Moms need to be coddled. Yes. And, uh, mom, you know, you go to dinner, wait for your mom to order, wait for the mom to order, and then be like, oh, I was going to get the same thing. <laughs> get the same thing as mom. Yeah. I just also, it, it, a lot of these fights happen because of like, like I would also encourage, like, if you're going to meet someone's parents, whatever your politics are, put them away for at least, you know, until you get to know each other. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, like, if you come out too strong with, like, this is who I am. You're meeting the parents. Yeah. You're not trying to be best friends with the parents. You're trying to let them be happy that you're with their son or daughter. Mm-hmm. So if you come in and you just say, you, you got to receive their position on everything and then suss out how you do it later. There's no reason to go meet someone's parents and be like, immediately, I got to let these people know what I'm all about. Yeah, you might have to say grace. Say grace. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to one thing. I went to like a... I. Thanksgiving, I went home and then I came back Thanksgiving night because I had a show. So I went and spent Thanksgiving with like, you know, some friends and yeah. stuff. And they had like some, you know, it was like a bigger, so you get, you know, exterior friends. It was like a friend's thing. And everyone, like the food goes out and then everyone's like, okay, bow your head and say, and I'm like, what? Did they do it? Or was they it a did joke? it. Wow. And I just, I held hands. What? Why do you got to hold hands? I, I, I don't know. That's like, I guess it was like we we're, 
at a seance or some shit. It was very weird for me. But then it was funny because like a friend of mine who was there just saw my face as this was happening, and I like couldn't stop laughing. It's it, it's insane. I mean, I haven't. I've I've rarely had to be at a table where I've said grace, but I have, and it's been a really long time. But I just always remember. I always the keep, most awkward thing. Always keep my eyes open. I always <laughs> keep it. my. I want to watch. How these Even other bow, fucking these, your head. these ghosts <laughs> these fellas it's like we're on the Ouija board. Lord, thank you for this bread that uh, <laughs> the Mexican baked this morning. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Denny at Denny LaFlaire. The podcast is called NYC Blunt Club. Go check it out. I was on it. You can find it on the Laughable app. Let's do Hey, J-Train. Hold on. Did she, do we already answer this? No. Okay. Hey, J-Train. It's help. My vagine is good luck, Chuck. The hell? Hey, J-Train. Cue female music. <laughs> Have you seen Good Luck, Chuck? I know that movie, right? It was a Dane Cook movie. Where every girl he dates then gets married. Shelby, can we look it up just to make sure? Basically, it's about this guy who's cursed, so after every girl he's fucked, she finds the love of her life after him. That is literally me. People have told me I'm an 897, a.k.a. pretty hot, and I have no trouble getting guys and hooking up with them. To throw some numbers out, I have hooked up with about 25 guys. That's not just sex. includes DFMOs. I'm not a hoe. DFMO? She's she's proud that people said her her personality is a seven. Yeah, that's above average. That's I think she's being realistic. Most of us are sevens. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's DFMO? Down for makeout? It includes D- I've hooked up with about twenty five guys. That's not just sex. It includes dance floor makeouts. Um, I'm that's not what that hope. means. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm <laughs> supposed to know that. Dude. I knew it after too long. Uh, and only. Like two of them are still single. I'm almost 21 now and have never had a boyfriend or been asked out on a date, and everyone's amazed. I've heard I can only uh, I can look pretty intimidating. Is that why nothing comes after the fuck? Because they are um, waiting for me to make a move? Is there any advice you would give me to help me get out of the one-night stands and casual hookups? This run was fun, but I want something real, and I don't understand what's happening. I know this is very general, and there's no one piece of advice you can give to change my whole life around. But I just want to hear your thoughts, uh, or if this amazes you too. I'm not amazed. She wrote a follow-up. Listen to your podcast comments right now. My standards are pretty high, so that's uh, so it's not that I'm taking any random dude to pound on. These guys are usually top shelf at our school, and it may be a little bit of a chase to get them, but I usually can win them over. Usually the guys I interact with are the ones I am super close with, friend zone, fuck out of, and the assholes I hook up with, but how come these assholes manage to find love after me? I know I'm not bad in, uh, in the sack, so that's not it. I swear I'm cursed. What do you think? You're only 21. Relax. Yeah, relax. Also, rev your personality up from a 7 to like an 8 or a 9. <laughs> Her problem, I think, and this is my personal... First of all, let me commiserate with her a little bit, okay? Those next... Those guys finding their next girlfriend has nothing to do with being like, oh, I, I escaped that girl to get to the love of my life. It's, it's not about you as much as it feels like it's about you. I have... I, any girl that I've been in, like... There's literally seven girls out there that... My, our relationship was the one that preceded them getting married. Seven. Damn. That's a lot. And I'm not even exaggerating a little bit. Seven women. So you and her, you are commiserating right now, big yeah, time. Yeah, big time. Yeah. I know exactly where she's coming from. And I've never thought to myself, I've always been like, good for you. So happy. So happy you found someone. Um, I don't know what it is. you know. And I do have that moment like her where I'm like, what is it about me? That makes these women go off and get married. But like literally, literally seven. Wow. The next guy married. One time I broke up with this girl and then her next social media post was her engagement. Like her next, like the one that, you know, like, you know how you like, you, you like, you'll follow these girls that you've dated on social media and then all of a sudden, like, you know, you break it off and then they disappear. Yeah. And then all of a sudden their next one out, like their next most fun one is like a month later. This was like, 
This was so close to when we dated that literally they had the engagement post out and I was counting on my fingers the amount of months since our breakup. Yo, they all these girls are using you as warm-up, man. That's, I guess. But I, I don't take it personally and I don't think she should either. I, I think also, you again, I agree. 21, it's going to happen. Don't worry about it. I think, she, and a lot of girls do this, they make their goal the relationship and that shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be, let's find the right person. Let's match up with someone. So when you make the relationship the goal, you use sex to get someone locked in. And that's not the way to go. I, I hate those. Nothing worse to me than when I'm like, I, I've been going out with this girl. You know, you go out with her a few times, and then it's like, uh, and now we're having sex, mm-hmm. which means now we deserve a breakup. And it's like, let the sexual stuff happen as it comes, and, and let, but only do it when you're comfortable with the right hangout of a person. And then what you do with any of these guys is you hold out a little bit and you make them chase a little bit. Guys love chasing. We love capturing. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you go out with a guy and you're having fun, keep pushing for more fun and let them do stuff with you that is in non-fucking hours. That's a relationship yeah. is the time spent when you can't be fucking. Yeah. So... Go to the park. Go get coffee. Go do things that are out of the blue and out of you know, out of the circumstances. When it's a meetup and you're dancing and it's a friend that's like, yeah, well, let's just go back to your place. Nah, give me a call tomorrow. I'll hang out tomorrow. Make yourself available be to this chill. person. Just be chill. Be chill. Make yourself available the next day. If you're about to go home with a guy that you're like, I kind of like this guy, just don't do it. Make yourself available the next day, and then that next day, make yourself available the next day, and just keep pushing it back. Well, if you <laughs> and then never see them again. Yeah, yeah. I, I no, if you make yourself available the next day, that is them saying, "Yeah, I did want to do that last night. Yeah, yeah I did want to see more of this person." And th- that's a, that's a game you can play. But I'm saying when she makes it about like I need a boyfriend, then you're just doing it with any guy, and regardless of the connection. That's why they're connecting with someone better, the next one, because they're saying the next one's actually someone they connect with. When, with you, you're, they're just a body. Yep. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Denny LaFlair. At Denny LaFlair. Mike Denny. Right at it. At Denny LaFlair. Denny LaFlair. F-L-A-R-E. On Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for doing this, man. Oh, thanks, man. It was fun. You give great advice. I, we we I both tr- did yeah, together. I was, yeah, I was trying to be a little devil's advocate. I appreciate I can be it. A little, I, you know, I'm a little negative with all, the, with all of it. That's just, okay. Just, just be happy on your own. There you go. And then, a, and then what? And then maybe you'll meet someone else. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be right back with the news. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Mike Denny, thank you for doing this. Yep, Fantastic. Course. At Denny LaFlair, Twitter and Instagram, NYC Blunt Club. That's the podcast. Go download it. It's great. You can check out my episode on Laughable. Shelby? Yo. What's happening, buddy? Nothing much. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Go check him out. He's doing fun stuff on Instagram. Go check it out. What do we got? You guys fans of vaping? Mm-hmm. Vaping? I love vaping. Well, only weed, not. I like the vape pen for weed. Yeah, that's that's it. my preferred. Uh, if I'm gonna smoke, that's what I like. It's like a glass of wine. That's what I said, yeah. right? Yeah. It is a glass of wine because you can do like one hit, and then you can be like, "How high am I?" Like you guys on that podcast smoke an incredible amount. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And it's like Shelby, you smoke? Yeah. How do you take your weed? Usually a joint, but I do have a pen been testing out see what do you think of the pen uh i kind of like it i'm just so used to joints it's taken a while to get used to the thing about joints is it hits you too hard and with a pen you can get like like that's all i'm looking for i'm looking for that like nighttime high before bed that glass of wine with supper yeah the pen you can't get too it's i like smoking the joint better like i agree with shelby yeah Yeah, because you get the you can get plastered off a joint i like that you like yeah, that? Me too. That's what <laughs> I'm going for. Shelby just jumped in on that. I don't know. I, I don't want to get plastic. I don't want to be like legless. But some people like that. I'm more of a drinker, you know? Yeah. What do we got? You know who's not a fan of vaping? Teens. Teens? Teens. <laughs> what do the teens think? There were three million teens in high school and middle school vaping last year. Now it's down to 
two million. So they're doing mm. less vaping. They are. I. But are the, is this weed or is this smoke vape? Both. Both. So this is any amount of vaping. Yes. I. I just think people look ridiculous. I don't like the 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 vape guy that's trying to get off cigarettes. It's but a new thing. It's it, it falls right in with the comic book guy or like the Jay and Silent Bob guy. They have the whole. They got a huge contraption. Yeah. They got one the, of them here. Not in this room. In this, in this facility. Yep. See, I don't like it because it, it feels like they're doing it in spite of other people because they yeah. can. Yeah. You know, it feels like they're blowing that shit everywhere just because they they've been allowed this opportunity to blow something inside now. Yep. And then it you you know fucking smells like someone's yes some grandma that puts out incense like it's this weird. They make cereal flavored ones too, which is like. I was thought it was cool for two seconds, and then I was like, "That's stupid." Yeah, I just uh, you know, I just don't like this. It's kind of I do. I used to do a joke about it, but it's like I could do it again. I don't know. It's just like it feels like these cigarette people were fucked with for so long that that now it's their time. Now they're gonna blow it right in your face. But I mean, take as that, much as they can, can because hey, man, it's just it's, not, it's we don't know what this shit does to us. They're not cigarette people. I smoke cigarettes. I'm not vaping. I'm still smoking cigarettes. Those are cigarette people. We're still smoking cigarettes. Vape people are weird, man. They're like juggalos. He do tricks <laughs> with it. He does tricks with it. There's really? so much smoke that comes tricks out. Tricks with the vape stuff. Like get out of here. Smoke ring. What yeah, chick is impressed by that? It's oh, you should just see. another vape. Another vape girl. I saw two on a date once outside of the knitting factory. They came out and he was like, "Oh, I'm out of my something or other." And she was like, oh, well, I got my CHO2. And they were clamping them together, and they were made, they were match made in heaven. Makes a big noise. Goes, yep. Really? His is like industrial. It's heavy. He has to charge it. Yeah, charging it. Yeah, the, the vape thing has gotten out of control. I, like, when it's that big fucking yeah. thing, it's, it's like, where huge. are you putting that? Nowhere. They just hold it like it's a walkie-talkie all day. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's better for you. I don't think any blowing that much shit in your body is it better. Can't be. I don't know. Per usual, anybody who's into anything sucks. Yeah. So if you're too into anything, you suck. If you're too into religion, if you're too into dating, if you're too into basketball, football, if you're too into vaping, you're a pain in the ass. Just like... Have some form of like handling yourself. It, it does feel like with a lot of these things, it's a lot of people like it's a lot of people saying, "Well, you ain't gonna get me. I'm gonna get you." Like yeah. there, it feels like the world is now angry at someone that doesn't exist. Yeah. It feels like the world is angry at their worst Facebook friend. So they're like fighting against that one Facebook friend at any turn. So it's like one Facebook friend is annoying as opposed to something about cigarettes. So now the world is against this cigarette guy, you know, this guy. So he's going to blow that shit everywhere to get you guys. Well, it's funny. And it's, it's a pay. It's a, you know, it's a paper tiger. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a straw man. It's funny. Cause he's like, Oh, I'm, I'll get you. Here's uh Fruity Pebbles flavored smoke. <laughs> right in your <laughs> face. I'm a dragon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smell it. Uh, oh, it smells great. Thanks, buddy. We got any more stories? That's it for today. It's a good Classic one. Shelb, thank you for bringing, bringing the heat on that story. Let's do one hypothetical. We only got that one in that wasn't... Um, do we have a hypothetical? Let's just see here. Poop hypothetical. Poop hypo. What's up, Endomicon Jew? <laughs> Love the pod. I've been listening since Poop Talk, so I got a poop-related hypo for you and esteemed guest. Would you rather poop immediately after every orgasm or have a 5% chance that you will say the N-word with a hard R in every conversation that you have? Uh, what? What's the wow. second part? Let me know. P.S. It was awesome to hear you on the old row pod. Yeah, I was on there. I'm a huge fan of both you and think you should do... More shit together. Well, thank you, buddy. What do you think? So every time you have poop this immediately. This is a choice that he's giving us. Yeah. A or B. A or B. You poop immediately after every orgasm. Yeah. So do you shit the bed? Immediately. Immediately. So. Yeah, we're coloscopy. Colon, what do they call them? I'd have to like. A bad. I'd have to fuck on the toilet. Well, well that's not a bad thing. Just or like, have a 5% chance you say the N word with a hard R in every conversation you have. After every orgasm again? No, in every conversation. Just, obviously, shit. The shit. Yeah, I'd rather the say shit. the N-word in every conversation. 5% chance. 
that you would drop it. So you're in- gonna say it five percent of your conversation. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, we can't. I don't. We can't say that as 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 white people. So like, no. I chose. I, I I'd look at Bill Maher, the most liberal guy on the planet, got crushed for saying it, for saying it, and he said it was stupid. But he, he had to do a whole fucking, you know, a public lashing. In front of the community, he shouldn't have said that. He really he shouldn't, shouldn't have said, have said it, it. But like, he could apologize and then just be like, "Hey," but they very obviously told him, "You have an apology episode, or you're fired." Yeah. And so, and Shelby, just, what are you doing? Poop. poop. We're a little too close to Harlem right now. <laughs> yeah, so you, you said you said poop. You're gonna yeah. poop. I I would do the poop because here here's the other thing. It's disgusting to shit after every organ. That's not what I'm into. But. You find a girl who fuck you on the toilet while you're shitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be. The, you might have a fun. There's gonna be a fun other shit that goes on. Yeah, that could be the best sex you've ever had. Yeah, it could be crazy. So you find that you're sitting in fuck heaven. Yeah, you find that woman that would do that. You keep her. Keep her. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Mike Denny. Such a pleasure. Took too long. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, it was fun. Denny LaFlair, yep. NYC Blunt Club. Go check them out. It's fantastic. So funny. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Hopefully, if you're in Boston, I'm seeing you tonight. But otherwise, we'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.